Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be sort of a part two of my video about the seasonal update, the armor updates coming in the next season, asking the question, has the season armor chase been fixed? If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. And if you are watching on YouTube, you can use the like, share, subscribe button, and the little bell button. Those are great ways to help me out. I appreciate all the folks that have been doing that. The YouTube's been doing really well, and I appreciate that. So why am I asking this question? Has the seasonal armor chase been fixed we kind of came to this conclusion during one of my q a's and i wanted to give a pretty a, a more of a stronger push to show folks that they've made a really good change here to armor i'm also going to argue with myself a little bit i'm always about the intentional farm the intentional grind but i don't know if we want to ask for you know armor frames or armor bounties given some of the freedom that we're getting with respect to the elemental affinity but this is primarily going to focus on the seasonal mod change so the first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to reorient all of us i'm going to read what they're changing then i'm going to talk about how another problem could be being unearthed by this and then i want to conclude with some suggestions as well as sort of a hey we might not need to targeted farm armor and let me explain to you why i think that so first i'm just going to read you what they're doing just so we are all oriented to bungie's official announcement about it they said that they received a lot of suggestions about the seasonal mod slots on the armor and they said starting next season the seasonal armor mod socket will be able to use mods released during the seasons before and after and they give an example that if you're running season of dawn armor it can run mods from season of the undying and then also from season of the worthy so season of dawn armor kind of can cross over into both places And the reason this is really, really good is if you've watched a lot of my content, anytime armor comes up, anytime the seasonal loot grind comes up, I say this a lot, that they have to kind of motivate you to chase new stuff while not ruining or sort of disrespecting all of the stuff you've chased up to now. How can they honor what you've chased and invested in, but but also say, hey, there's new stuff for you to chase. You know, you've got a bunch of great armor from the last season. They don't want to immediately make that stuff invalid, but they also have to give you some motivation to chase the new stuff. And I think they've done an excellent job here and let me explain to you why I think this. Every season you can start off ready to try out the new mod. One of the reasons I didn't really mess with Charge with Light is because I went into Season of Dawn, I had all my armor kind of decked out and leveled up the way that I liked it, and I couldn't use any of the new mods. I was unable to. So I was sort of facing this dilemma of, do I chase a bunch of new armor? There's not really a way for me to do that. If I chase a bunch of new armor, hopefully I get decent stats and the right affinity, because then I'm going to have to level it up to even experiment with Charge with Light. The beauty of this system is right now, you can be getting ready for next season. You can be getting a bunch of Season of Dawn armor, get the rolls that you want, maybe don't invest in affinity if it's the wrong affinity, and then next season, as they roll out the new seasonal mods, you will have armor that can use it. You will not have to chase armor next season immediately that will there'll be no pressure to do that you'll be able to unlock those mods in whatever way they have them unlocked this season they did it with the obelisks and then once you get those you can try them out without the need to chase any brand new armor the other reason this is really really smart is all of your season of dawn armor is great in season of the worthy but whatever they do in the summer season you're going to have to prepare for that as well so as a more dedicated more hardcore player as season of the worthy comes to a close or around the midway point you might start thinking to yourself you know what it's about time i start decking out all my characters with armor from season of the worthy so all that armor is ready for next season you're kind of gearing up for the next season there's always a nice baton pass 
season to season so the current armor you're wearing is validated and worthwhile while also saying hey at some point in the season you're probably gonna want to chase the season of the worthy armor to prepare for the next and this continues every single season you would go into the summer season ready to rock ready to go all your season of the worthy armor can take on those mod slots about halfway through or near the end of the summer season you could take a very similar mentality I'm ending the summer season I'm coming close to the end I should start chasing some of these armor sets and some of these armor pieces because I want to get ready for the next season whatever new mods they roll out I can actually start to you know enjoy those or experiment with those now some people might say well this is unearthing another problem Lono that's the middle point of the video here another problem is getting unearthed here we currently do not have a way to pursue armor there is no intentional armor pursuit grind there's no way to say I really want to get a pair of gauntlets and just going for them until you get the right stat lean there's not something in the game the other problem here is a lot of people are just sort of going to the solution that some are taking issue with more bounties would likely not be that well received oh just throw some more bounties in the game armor bounties or in the case of what we're calling the weapon bounties we're calling them weapon frames well they're weapon bounties i mean that's what that's what they are so more bounties would probably not be that well received one of the primary criticisms right now in the flow of the game and this touches a lot of different problems is that everything is so bounty focused I have a video on the XP earn rate and activities and the XP earn rate of bounties being maybe a little bit more balanced to not favor living in a lost sector all season. Bounties should also consider playing with other folks and not, you know, maybe leaning into the natural play flow of the game and not having to worry about people stealing your kills. So we don't need to be in a lost sector, but also just really, really good XP payout in activities like strikes and nightfalls should be tiered in a way where you're not less, less leveled than someone who lived in a lost sector for an entire month and I think armor bounties if they landed would potentially cause more frustration like well you guys made all these great changes to armor but now I have even more bounties to think about even more frames to think about and that might land not all that exciting for folks because it would feel like too much of a good thing I really do believe too much of a good thing has become an issue with weapon frames and bounties and their overabundance. so some of my suggestions in my weapon bounty video we're in line with some of the things i'm going to say now but i'm also going to say we may not need a ton of intentionality with armor we may just need to lean into generosity and a good drop rate because of some of the freedom that they're giving us so let me make my point in my case here so these are some of my suggestions I like armor rotation. They kind of did this with Escalation Protocol, and they could do that with the new seasonal format. They could do that with the new seasonal activity. Every week, there could be a high drop rate of, you know, helmet and gauntlets. So that entire week, you're getting lots of helmets and gauntlets, and it's sort of, that's the week to focus on that. And then the following week, obviously, you could do, you know, chest a chest piece and boots you really don't need to have a drop like a high drop rate of the marks you get you get the mark and you're kind of done and you only need one of every affinity and it's mainly cosmetic any any mark will do you can level it up unless of course you really really like the way that it works so an armor rotation i think could be really really good just alternating week to week helmet helmet you know helmet and gauntlets and then the next week could be chest and boots the other thing they could consider doing is just armor drop rate boons for playlist activities i suggested the weapon drop boons for strikes and crucible instead of doing a frame or a bounty that you like mechanically solve and and complete and then you hit the button it would be literally a boon that says this has a high drop rate now in strikes from bosses or this has a high drop rate chance now at the end of matches in crucible bring back that exciting idea of i end a strike something pops out of the boss i end i end a crucible game and i get end of game rewards bring back that pursuit with boons 
I would think that boons would hopefully be something you could just keep with you all the time and it would it would basically reset itself once you got a drop it would reset itself but still be active for another couple of hours or something to that effect another option here I think that could be really really good is just a crazy good generous armor drop rate you don't need to necessarily rotate the armor you don't need to give us the boons just a really really good generous armor drop rate in other activities now some of this would need to be retooled and repurposed garden of salvation and the other raids I really do think they need to consider letting us rerun raids for non-powerful drops if the armor is dropping in a generous clip that would be a pretty good system and here's one of the reasons why you might not need to say i want to spend the next 10 hours only getting gauntlets you might not need that level of intentionality and player agency you may just need really really generous drop rates and here's what i mean they're adding the ability for you to change affinity and we need to remember that so if you're grinding in season of the worthy and you get a pair of gauntlets to drop from the activity because the armor drop rates really generous and you really like the stat lean no problem they're a level three or four you can change that affinity at a very low cost you use an upgrade module and then some legendary shards and some glimmer and you're able to change that affinity right away to whatever it is you're presently looking for this isn't the same as combing over all of your old gear so keep in mind the quality of life ads that they're doing with affinity change presently have some folks frustrated because they're looking at all their existing armor but eventually you will be moving forward eventually you will tip over as I said at the front side of this video and start wanting to chase season of the worthy armor and if in fact you're doing that it's a little bit easier to get the right pieces that you want because it's like oh I got a pair of gauntlets to drop with a good affinity I'm sorry with a good stat lean and I can change the affinity so the level of freedom they're giving us with the affinity as well as always sort of motivating you midway or near the end of a season to chase new armor to get ready for the next season it's a really smart system and as you're doing that you don't have to worry about getting a good drop with the wrong affinity the level of freedom they're giving us with the seasonal mods spanning multiple seasons the season behind the present season and the next and then the ability to change affinity I think is actually a really really good system going forward that has me saying to a certain degree it feels like the armor chase problem has been fixed a couple of things need to be in place next season as I said either high generosity or a drop rate that rotates or boons that allow you to pursue particular pieces but have them again dropping in a more exciting way than bounties I think could really bring the armor chase system into a healthy always relevant system that isn't feeling like you're being disrespected or given no reason to chase the new thing we're going to transition to Q&A as always if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or watching on YouTube you can always catch me live and as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about did the seasonal armor chase get fixed in Season of the Worthy that's on the way with some of the changes Bungie outlined. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live or hit the like, share, subscribe button, the little bell button on YouTube. We're going to try and start keeping these Q&A sessions more structured to about an hour to an hour and a half instead of just letting them go for what feels like forever some days. Uh, Ozymandia says, do you feel that the three shards is too cheap for the final slot on exotics? No, I don't. I I mean, the, the, the earn rate of the shards is not insane and there's a lot of pockets of the game where they can't even earn it so I don't think I don't think so uh, shift into gear says with the seasonal armor now being able to socket last season's mods what changes could be made to allow artifacts to also last longer than one season and would be worthwhile I actually don't I don't think uh, I don't think that they need to 
do this with the artifact allowing us to do this with the armor piece and the seasonal mods or whatever is fine the the artifact resetting every season and introducing new new mods new builds new things i think is really really good i think one of the things they need to consider for the artifact is getting rid of the glimmer perks they don't need to be on there the champion mods should be standardized on all primaries and use modifiers week to week to make us change our primaries instead of using the same basic primaries for an entire season and they could do more things that uh, T-Funk said something this morning like what if you ran four or five of a particular mod and it unlocked oppressive darkness for you so you would really have to commit to that build that's just an idea obviously I don't necessarily know if they need to bring back oppressive darkness but as an example I think that's a good example of something they could do with the artifact here are some seasonal mods that if paired together can create really particular builds or unlock particular things. Now keep in mind, if you're doing that season to season, that's going to disrupt some of your builds. That might even disrupt some of the seasonal mods. They added the seasonal mods that you could unlock on the obelisk, the charge with light, and if the artifact was there as like this tension of, we have some cool builds from the artifact, you're like, yeah, but there's charge with light. Giving that tension I think is good, so that you feel you feel the, the, the sense of your, your decision being important. I'm going to invest in this particular build, I'm not going to be able to do those things over there and then you know throughout the season you can change things up and experiment more and then there's that painful decision of if I switch to this build I'm going to lose all these other things that I had prior and I do think the artifact resetting every season is an opportunity for them to experiment with some of those ideas A9 Asinine says do you think an armor forget do you think an armor forget where we can what the world where we can roll what perks we want uh we want avery high you can't do this man check what you're sending there's at least two mistakes in the first sentence so i can't understand what you're saying homie i'm skipping it king dane do you think destiny 2 and anthem should adopt the division loot and progression system uh and their new overhaul well i don't necessarily think that destiny 2 and anthem can pull much from Division 2. Now, maybe Anthem could, right? Maybe Anthem could, but I don't necessarily know if you can start to pull in Division-level loot and progression system inside of Destiny. Destiny doesn't have quite the loot density to support a lot of the systems and things that are in the division there's a lot of things in the division that I think make it really challenging to put into other games um, so it's okay A9 but when I have two to three spelling mistakes in the first sentence I cannot be expected to sit here and try and deduce what you mean that's that's really that's really unfair uh, fear less Lono do you think that the lack of armor grind could be addressed by updating the menagerie with relevant armor pieces the menagerie format's pretty great Here's one of the dangers right now, okay? Menagerie's already very full, so you'd probably have to push some things out. Second, Menagerie grind is RNG-based. You have to get the runes. I don't know if we want to reintroduce that all of a sudden. Third, people would claim reskin. Fourth, you can only put so much in a particular spot. So, there'd have to be, I would think, maybe another place for them to do this. And again, they've got to be careful because bringing armor back or guns back or whatever that's fine or creating an armor grind is fine i don't know if you want to create an armor grind in old content 
I would think it would need to be relevant to the existing content. Like, imagine if this season you went into Sundial and armor drops were really generous. If Think about the quality of life stuff they're adding. Being able to change the affinity and being able to use seasonal mods, you know, you basically be able to get a bunch of armor for next season because you would know, oh, all this armor I'm getting from Sundial is going to be able to use seasonal mods from Season of the Worthy, so if I get good rolls, they're worth keeping. And then since you can change the affinity, that freedom would be influential as well. You'd be like, oh, I got a good stat roll on these boots. I'm going to switch them to void. They're only energy level three or whatever. And then that gives you the ability to feel that sense of power of like, okay, the actual seasonal activity itself is both giving me a gun grind as well as a healthy armor drop rate grind. So you don't feel like, oh my goodness, there's nowhere to get armor, but you also don't feel like armor is just another transaction. One of the biggest dilemmas right now, I think is that, and this is a concern that I have, is is Bungie's going to look at the pain point of armor grind, and they're going to say, just put just put armor frames in the game. And I really do think we're going to get into that dilemma of too much of a good thing. Like, intentional targeted farms are good, but you don't need that literally everywhere. I've been really pushing for more weapon frames, more weapon bounties, but the more I looked at it, and the more I've looked at the way this season has ended, the more I'm calling for a reevaluation of this system. Weapon boons and armor boons are a big thing I've been pushing for because that gives you the intentionality and the player agency to say, I want this particular item, but you're putting it back into the loot pool of it's dropping from the boss or it's dropping at the end of the crucible match. Instead of feeling like there's literally only frames, there's literally only bounties, and then the activities honestly start to get ignored. Because if it's only bounties, what do you do? You live in a lost sector. You focus on the bounties. So instead of focusing on gameplay and playlist activities or or grinds, you're literally only focusing on the the bounties themselves. Because people are like, I'm sick of doing bounties. I'm, I'm sick of living in a lost sector. And it's like, that's one of the mistakes in the design philosophy right now is loot intentionality has driven us to focus on the loot and the bounty and the mechanism instead of saying oh this is what I want this is this is how I'm going to phrase it instead of saying this is what I want where do I go to get it we say this is what I want what do I have to do to get it do you see how it's phrased differently it's subtle but I think it's significant oh where do I go to get that Oh, you get the boon and then you go into strike playlist. You go into the crucible playlist after you buy the boon. Instead, right now, what people do is they're like, what do I have to do to get it? Oh, um, you buy it and get X number of kills. And this is a great lost sector. Go get those kills. And so I don't think weapon frames and weapon bounties are bad. But what I think they're doing is, is again, we're focusing on what we do to get it instead of where we go to get it. So instead of it feeling like a loot pursuit, it feels like a mechanical transaction of, I gotta kill so many enemies, and boom, I get a gun. And I do think the end of this season is really gonna highlight that for folks. Donate, 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 frames complete. Donate, 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 frames complete. You're gonna be getting gun, after gun, after gun, after gun, and it's really reminiscent of token slamming in Destiny 2 Vanilla, and so I think now is a really good time for Bungie to say, you guys have been doing this, and this is what we've been implementing, we've been listening to your feedback, and we ended last season with a very heavy bounty completion ratio because of the the Empyrean restoration, and now... Now we're moving to now we're moving to a boon or a drop system. So 
it's still targeted you still can say i want this gun from the activity but it's done in a different way i don't know if they're going to be able to process this feedback i'm not the only one saying this by the way i don't know if they're going to be able to process this feedback and implement it into season of the worthy but at the very least going forward whether we get to the summer or september or something they could say do it in a, do it in a way where it's more about the drop right uh, bounty for Ascendant Shard might actually be nice, but the bounty at least would have to be a tribute hall level of chores. Right, we've talked about the we've talked about the currency grinds too, not really at a Q&A. We had a pretty big debate about empowering the Crucible community um, to feel like they could chase the Ascendant Shards and the, and the currencies needed for Armor 2.0 instead of making it to be like, well, the only place you can get these is Nightfall. It, it d- d- giving giving folks a grind for it elsewhere that isn't isn't absurd. It would have to be a pretty slow grind because the nightfalls where you get ascended shards is non match made and they're you know they're challenging and they're time consuming. You don't want to undercut that grind. I think that'd be a significant danger. Malachi with the next question: Do you think high stat armor rolls should only drop from the newest raid and content to keep the newest content more relevant, or should we be able to get high stat rolls from any end game? Activity. Th- this is a. This is one of the ones where they got to be careful, because if they go too high with the stat rolls and they give you way too much control over where you get them, you got to be really, really careful. Because every season there's going to be this semblance of, I've got amazing armor I don't want to let go of. And as I said, if you're wanting to prepare for the summer season near the midway or the end of season of the worthy, you're going to be like, I better get some season of the worthy armor, get some good stats, level it up so that whatever they introduce in the summer season, I have armor that's ready to use those mods. I'm like preparing for the next season. They, this means every season, then they have to give you a way to get good stats. And here, Here's why their system is so brilliant that they came up with, because this is one of the dilemmas that we talked about, was if if we if we get really, really great god roll armor in Season of Dawn that I can use anywhere and everywhere, you open up the freedom, affinity change is cheap, and seasonal mod slots are universal and I can use them anywhere. Once I get god roll really high stats in Season of Dawn, I'm kind of done for forever with armor. But with this new system, they're softly pushing you every season to be like, hey, the season's almost over. If you really want to get ready for the new seasonal mods next season, you're going to want to grind for this season's armor and then it's okay for them to be like these particular activities or these particular difficulty um, settings give a better drop rate of good stats therefore it's okay for you to get really really good stats and really really strong builds because eventually there is a soft push and a soft incentive for you to let go of that armor it is a self it's a self-made choice though you don't have to care about season of the summer uh, season mods you don't need to care about that you don't have to you can ignore it if you want but if you want to get it, you're going to start replacing a lot of your armor. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's like when Armor 2.0 get introduced. It, it got introduced, and they were like, "You're going to want to delete a lot of your old stuff eventually." And we did. It was this, it was a self-initiated pruning of the loot pool. Give me one second. So self-initiated loot prunes, I think, are one of the most needed things in the game and they've created a systemic sort of every season you're going to be like you know what i'm gonna i'm getting i'm 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 going for new armor i'm I'm going up to the to the next set so i can be ready uh for the following season 
American Grizzly says, With the fourth mod slot on old armor, like Last Wish Raid Armor, allow for the use of seasonal mods. Um, I don't know how they're going to handle this. I don't think so. Because they're basically saying that, like, you'll be able to use the current season's mods and the, and the, and the season behind and in front. So I don't know what they're going to do with, like, Last Wish and Leviathan and all that. I think those are, like, specific to the raid itself. Um, they're, like, you go in, at least Leviathan's that way. I actually am not, I don't remember how they handle the armor in the Last Wish raid. Um, Gaunts of the Great Hunt, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, uh, is that it? Gaunts of the Great Hunt, that's right, that's right. Yeah, there's no, I don't know. I actually don't know if I have any Last Wish stuff that's armor 2.0. Last Wish is a seasonal mod slot, okay. Um, last which is the same yeah my mistake I've not grinded for any of that armor since the new system got put into place so I don't know I, I'm not exactly sure how that'll work it's not that important the important thing is is that current armor matters and then and then the new armor matters but not in an immediate way when I got into season of dawn it was like I needed the new armor it was an immediate thing it was like well I can't do any of the stuff and I think that was one of the that was one of the reasons this pivot was smart a Johnny the Cat King. Do you think Nightmare Hunts should have unique, powerful weapons that have low drop rates for the higher difficulties? They seem to be less and less important as time goes on. Well, every piece of content's going to have its shelf life where it eventually kind of gets shoved off into like, uh, well, I don't really care about that anymore. Um, forges, Reckoning, Menagerie, and as you're saying, the Nightmare Hunts, they eventually just don't matter as much to you. Now, they don't need to go in and say, hey, we need to quickly, you know, revisit Nightmare Hunts. In my mind, when something gets to the life stage that it's two years old, so um, in a couple of months, we're going to have the two-year, it'll be like the two-year anniversary of Escalation Protocol. That, I think, is a really good time to revisit the activity, replenish it, give it new stuff. Um, you can You can say... We're, we're going to make it matchmake from orbit. It's been long enough. It's been in the game long enough. You don't need to look at Nightmare Hunts right now. Nightmare Hunts literally just freaking launched. So Nightmare Hunts can get revisited when they're, you know, a year and a half to two years old. And then you can say, hey, Nightmare Hunts just got replenished. Or we have new nightmares now. Or we have a new reward system in there. We changed all the gear. I, you know what I'm saying? Because I think, I think the same thing about the Forges and about Reckoning and about Menagerie. I think the same things about those activities. It's like, there it'd be nice if once we get like so far away from them that they, they decide to replenish them or revisit them or whatever. Because I've said this a lot lately. People are like, well, there's so much to do in Destiny and there's no reason to run in any of it. And it's like, well, you got to give Bungie some room then. You got to be okay with them repurposing old content or else it's all going to sit in this sort of dormant, meaningless category of, well, why would I run that? There's no reason to. Uh, Brew Crew says, if they were able to change the seasonal mod armor to contain all mods from previous seasons, is it fair to ask of all exotic weapons be able to equip anti-barrier overload ETC. Well, keep in mind, what you're stating isn't actually true. They're not making it so it can use all previous seasons. It's the season behind and the season in front. So you're misstating how they're doing it. But, unrelated to this, I don't see how these two are related, but I do agree with you. I think exotic primaries need to be able to use champion mods. I need to be able to use a Huckleberry or something else to say, hey, 
I, I would really like to be able to use this in content, even if it's just for fun. It's really hard to justify ever using them because they can't ever use the champion mods. So you go into the seasonal content or you go into something aspirational like Nightmare Hunts at a higher difficulty or Nightfalls. And exotic primaries are outshined uh, by legendaries because they can use the you know anti-barrier, unstoppable, and overload. 0v7. Do you think re-rolling masterworks for weapons should be a thing since we're getting it for armor? Uh, really sucks to get a god roll with a masterwork is bad. I've actually been saying for a long, long time I've been okay with that. Like, if they were to ever implement this idea that, um, you know, you finally get a god roll on the gun that you want, but it's handling, and you would rather have it be range, I am totally okay with them saying, um... If you masterwork the we- the weapon all the way up to level 10, you should be able to change it one time at that point. Spend all that currency, get it to level 10, and say, I would much rather have range. It'd be, it could be a one-time thing. It doesn't need to be a consistent, oh, I can always change it. I don't think that'd be a good move, but a one-time, a one-time cost when you take it all the way to level 10. I don't think changing the masterwork of a gun is significant enough to not allow it it's just like uh it took forever to get the right role like if i finally get the role i want on the old-fashioned it's really hard there's not really a grind for the old-fashioned but i finally get the role i want on it it would be a really big bummer to get something like handling and be like man i wish i could change this to range like you know one time we have masterwork rerolls when it was in your first introduced yeah you could originally do it um you could just keep doing it over and over again i thought it's been a while since we did that, though. North J, were you able to put any mod of any seasonal armor with Taken or any armor, or does it still have to be Dreaming City armor? Uh, it, I already explained this. It's the current season, the season before, and the season after. King, cons- uh, concentrate. We haven't heard anything about being able to run mods on our exotics. Do you think it will become with uh, after season of the worthy? Well, they outlined sword changes. Then they outlined armor changes. So if they're going to do something with exotics and champion mods, I- it'd be great. It'd be really, really great if they could announce that um, in one of the TWABs coming up. Uh, because I do think that's been one of the requests from folks. Now, they may not be able to do it quickly. They may say, look, we want to do that. There's no quick route to doing it because we have to either revamp the entire exotic system or individually tweak exotics to give them intrinsic champion modifiers. Like all of a sudden cold heart gets anti-barrier or something. Um, building an intrinsic to weapons like that would take more time. Also, if you do it to all the primaries, then the question would be, well, what about secondaries? What about the Telesto? What about the Cold Heart? Like, are you going to be doing anything with those? Vorpal 7. Currently, the standard stat roll average is 48 to 55 total. Do you think this needs to be bumped up? I just talked about this a little bit ago. I think now that they're always going to have you sort of pushing forward and chasing a new armor set, it would be okay to empower us to get better stat rolls because it's if you get a great pair of gauntlets from Season of Dawn you're not going to keep those for forever because eventually you're going to get shoved forward and want to get season of the worthy or season of the summer, you know, armor sets because of the, because of the seasonal mods. Again, I think the impetus is kind of on Bungie, like charge with light was cool. There are a lot of barriers from people trying it out. So to me, Bungie's like, look, we know we're going to be adding dope stuff. We don't want these barriers to be in place. We got to remove these barriers. And then that's how you get people to switch. And if people are willingly every season sort of slowly trickling out old and and putting on new armor, well, that's when you could be like, it's fine if we give them great stat rolls. They're not keeping the armor 
for longer than, you know, a, a, what, a four or five month period, and then they slowly rotate it back out again. Captain Freud. You've mentioned that transmog may run contrary to armor chase. Do you think a refined armor chase loot grind could ever allow for transmog? Tra- the, here's why transmog is risky. If you let's say they create a pretty good armor grind in season of the worthy and let's say it also it also landed with a raid i don't think this is going to happen but let's just imagine it landed with a raid you could go into where it's easier to grind for good armor and get the armor and get all the stuff and kind of get your armor ready for the summer season and then if you go and run the raid and all you have to do is earn the armor for it to become transmog i think that's problematic it's like the armor drops in the raid then don't matter. You're literally just having them drop so you can say, I already have a bunch of great stuff that I got from the seasonal stuff. Now you could say, okay, but maybe the raid could have intrinsic mods on the armor. Maybe the raid could have, you know, uh, things about the armor from the raid that make it matter more. Couple challenges there. In the past, getting all the raid armor and getting the intrinsic benefits and those intrinsic mods were helpful because you knew a hard version of the raid was on the horizon. That's not presently a system in Destiny. So it becomes very difficult to say, why do I need an entire armor set from the raid? Now, I would say that's one of the places where they could put good stat rolls. You know, Garden should be dropping really good stat rolls and any future raid should be dropping really good stat rolls. You just, you don't want to turn... Um, ooh, you don't want to turn... I got, like, bumps on my arm. I must have rubbed up against something I'm having, like, a little bit of a hive reaction from. Anyway. You don't want to turn everything into, like, a, a, a vanity transaction. Just run the, run the event long enough so that you get the drops, and then they're just decorative. It's like, oh, I got all the raid armor. Oh, what kind of rolls did you get? Oh, it doesn't really matter. I just unlocked all the transmog, and now I'm going to transmog all my god roll armor I got from somewhere else, right? Next question. Swervin. Do you think making seasonal mods not cost armor energy would be beneficial? It could allow players to not break their builds in order to get the benefits. This is... Listen... I know this feels like a good idea, but it honestly isn't, and I'm going to tell you why. I don't like shooting an idea down and saying it's a bad idea, because then you kind of feel like, oh, this guy's saying my idea is bad. Right now, for example, there are some pretty nutty and pretty strong charge with light builds, and they're justifiable because they have to, you disrupt your present build in order to do it, okay? If they don't disrupt your current build, if they don't require energy costs, they would, I think, of necessity, have to make the seasonal mods pretty boring and pretty plain. If right now you could stack a really good charge with light build on top of a really, really strong build with good heavy drops, good good, good reserve and finder drops and scavenger drops for your build, and then on top of that you can add charge with light, it would be, it would be absurd. So they can actually create really cool seasonal like wild builds like some of the ones that people have come up with with charge with light they can create those because it's justified it's like it's gonna cost you energy you're gonna have to go and swap some things out and make some decisions this is why i was trying to tell people the other day um it was in the it was in the armor update q a i told folks armor affinity is needed 
Because if they don't restrict your freedom, it really, really is bad for the game. There has to be that sense of, if I take this off and put this on, I'm losing and gaining different things. You have to make the decision meaningful. The decision is not meaningful if you get one god roll pair of armor and you can change the affinity really cheap and it can run any mod combination that you want similarly here if they're going to add seasonal mods that are cool and influential and powerful they need to take up energy so you make those hard decisions it's like okay i'm going to disrupt my build here i got everything set exactly how i want so i always have ammo for my sword or my machine gun or my rockets or whatever the frick you're running and even something as simple as like, oh, my recovery is really good too because of mods. Disrupting that and then saying, if you want to run this new stuff, you're going to have to move some stuff around. I think it just makes it more meaningful. If you discover a really strong build and you're like, dude, like the guy that came in here the other day and he's like, I did a charge with light build. I never ran out of shotgun ammo and I got the Python way faster in Gambit because of it. Okay, well, that wouldn't have been as meaningful, as memorable as he could have just, if he could have just tacked on charge with light always have shotgun ammo build if you could attack that on top of this existing build because it doesn't cost any any energy so malachi do you think that they should add catalyst to exotic armor i don't think this is needed no vorpal uh given the current state of static rolls i'm sorry given the current stat rolls available on armor do you think we will see a stage where tier 12 equivalent uh from d1 is a quality chasing the game well right now i mean you can definitely get some pretty nutty builds where you're getting tier you know 100 on certain stats if you get the right uh if you get the right stat rolls there are some there are some really really good rolls on armor that can really feed a strong build i don't know if there's anything that we would consider quote unquote tier 12 right now like if you get this 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 and this and you get the right stat lanes then i don't know how many I don't know how many stats you can take to tier 10. I don't. With the right build combinations and stuff, I don't know if this has been done on Reddit or if there's a video that shows, you know, given given stat probability and stat leans and getting the right in getting the right stats in the right spots. Um, I don't know if there's the equivalent to a tier 12 build right now. Even even a tier 12 build, we're not even saying like equivalent as far as like the actual timers on grenades and stuff. We're saying what is the new tier 12? What is the new absolute max build? Just enough with the next question. Besides fashion, world armor and most planetary armor sets do not have a place in the game. What could be done with these armor sets to make them relevant without just slapping the current seasonal mod on them? This is a good question. I honestly don't know. When I look at the the, the armor sets for the planets, I get kind of sad because some of them are really, really good. There's some really, really good ones in the mix. There's, I think the IO set's really dope. I think Anna Bray set on Mars is really, really good. Um, but the, the, there's no there's no real reason to chase them. I don't know if you could do something that I suggested in the past, which is you could do planetary benefits. If you get a full set of the EDZ armor or a full set of the Nessus armor, there's a planetary benefit for doing that. I don't know if we need eight different armor sets. Like, do you really need <laughs> do you really need an armor set from all eight planets so that you have set bonuses on all the planets? That gets a little absurd, especially without a loadout system. You can use a loadout system in DIM, but I don't know if Bungie's going to want to do that. That doesn't necessarily feel like that doesn't feel like the right call. Like, are we actually 
in a position where anything you're doing on the EDZ or Nessus or any of those places, do you really feel like, oh my word, I need I need this set bonus? Somebody says, why not make them ornaments? I would be okay with that, but again, the dilemma would be you're taking eight NPCs and eight armor pools and eight planets, and you're basically saying, it might not be eight, it might be seven. Um, because there's the dreaming, there's the dreaming city set, but Tangled Shore, I uh, know the Tangled Shore does have a set, but you can't really get it from Spider. So I guess maybe there is a, there is a set for every planet, every location, Dreaming City, Tangled Shore, all of them, they all have it. So there might be nine now. Yeah, it might be nine. Um, in any case, that's a lot of freaking armor sets. And what would be the benefit? Oh, well, when you're on, when you're on the EDZ, you get, uh, you get, increased farm drops or you know you get increased material drops or you get increased xp i just i don't know if that is the right the right call that might be too marginal of a benefit to warrant ever really grinding for it and somebody might be like well yeah but it's there if you want something to go for i feel like there might be a better way forward for planetary armor again it could just be pure vanity um maybe and they wouldn't want to make this too easy let's just take the EDZ as an example if you really like the way the EDZ armor looks it's all camouflage, it's all bulky it's all leafy, uh, if you really really like that you could say, okay if you grind the EDZ enough this season you get your rank with Devrim high enough you could argue that you could unlock the entire armor set as an ornament um, and then you'd want to focus on it that the following season as well, you'd be like, okay let's um Let's focus on this the next season. Now I'm going to do Nessus. Now I'm going to do IO. And that might get the hardcore community kind of by, you know? They're not going to have time to focus on all nine planets for, in one season. They'd have to focus on maybe like one planet a season. King Dane. Do you think uh, Destiny should switch away from multiple characters? Should there be a system where we switch classes but just change the class marks, Cape and Bond? This, I this sounds terrible I don't know why you would do this sometimes I feel like people just make suggestions for the sake of making suggestions this game's been out for five years homie I don't want to be dismissive but come on there's no reason for them to reach into our existing system of three characters and characters we build and invested in over the years and flattening it out there's literally no reason to do this fundamentally you're saying we would have the same thing right you would just switch class and your armor and your cape and your bond why do that? Why flatten out one of the things in the game that makes it vibrant when fundamentally you'd have the same result? You'd still have three characters. You'd have three classes. I think this is a. I, I'm I'm serious. I'm it, with 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 as much kindness as I can. I think this is a terrible idea. Killjoy mimic. What would you think about bringing back the original D1 artifact that just helps adjust stats? We don't need a whole new system. People that suggest new systems, I've been shooting them down pretty quickly. Work within the systems that they have to make the systems better. We don't need more systems on top of systems. We don't need another artifact. We don't need another currency. We don't need any of that. Now, when you're like, but Lono, you talk about weapon boons and armor boons. Yes, as a replacement to weapon bounties, weapon frames, armor frames, armor bounties, if they were to do armor frames or armor bounties. We don't need new systems. We don't need new artifacts. We don't need new anything. We need to work within the systems that they have built. Tweak the existing systems, okay? Tweak the existing systems and make them better. I just don't want to run the story again. You don't have to. None of this game anymore is structured in a way that requires you to run through campaigns multiple times. That is a a non-requirement now. Now, that was a requirement in vanilla, but not now. Uh, Remorse 91. 
do you think that they will double down on Charge with Light next season and introduce even stronger mods, Oppressive Darkness level? Uh, this would really make people want to try out Charge with Light and make next season's armor worth using or grinding for. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make predictions here. I, it, there's no way for me to make a guess here. So a lot of the do you think they're going to do this questions? I'm going to start gliding over. There's literally no way for me to know what they're doing next season. They've said absolutely zip. Uh, JRJ. Will the changes allow for armor 2.0 to apply to any seasonal mod? Imagine using Taken Fallen Armaments on Season of Undying Dawn or Redacted. The example given in the TWAB was a little confusing. I'm done re-explaining it. I'm sorry. I really am. I'm tired of having to re-explain it. You get the Season of Dawn armor or Season of the Worthy armor, and you can use the seasonal mods from the previous season and the next season. It's actually really easy to understand, and I'm kind of tired tired of re-explaining something that you can read. They give you an example of how it works. Icemorn. Would it not be better if we could use all past season mods on the next season? That would mean that we would need the new armor, but we don't need to hold on to old ones. I don't necessarily disagree with this, but I think this limits their ability to create really strong builds in the present, because then all of a sudden you'd have builds from the past kind of compounding and corrupting what you can do right now. Imagine stuff from, you know, Season of the Undying or Season of Dawn conflicting with and creating way too strong a builds in the summer season. Um, I don't think that's a good idea. It sounds great, but ultimately, you might actually limit their freedom in giving us power, because they could say, hey, in the summer season, we added all these cool new mods, and you're like, yeah, but if I can Combine those with stuff from season here and season here and season here I have a completely and utterly broken build if it's contained in that season largely or as they said current current previous and future season they can kind of contain it so as soon as there's season mods as an example as soon as you get to um, what is it season of the summer okay as soon as you get to season of the summer your armor that you're wearing that can use the summer season mods can only reach back as far as dawn and Bungie knows that they know nothing from undying can come up here and pair with these unless you saved armor which obviously you can save the armor but the dilemma would be if you can use all the stuff from the summer season and use all the way back all the way back 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 back, back, back that would that could potentially create really broken builds that they're maybe trying to avoid or something that's why i told people like charge with light is is there's really really strong builds for charge with light and because of that they can't just give you limitless freedom and then oh charge with light can come with you anywhere anytime any season any seasonal armor slot armor mod and then you got the new ones as well it could create some pretty uh nasty builds and and i know somebody might say well but lono couldn't you just save charge with light stuff from season of dawn and then use it in the future with some of the other builds you could but the way they're building it you'd have to wear at least two pieces from an old season with three pieces from a new season and they might start really motivating you to not want to do that oh you want to continue using those two pieces so you can maintain that charge with light benefit go right ahead but in this season you're really going to want to use some of the new stuff altogether in a more holistic way Again, Bungie, I think, knows this season's falling off now. So what we do in this present season, the likelihood of people really creating broken builds is unlikely because of the you know you you make a new you make a new system that almost pushes you to say ah oh, you're gonna want to run a lot of season of the worthy armor or you're gonna want to run a lot of season of the summer armor because you're gonna want to be able to run 
the new mods together and not like do these weird combinations that doesn't mean that that couldn't happen there could be some insane broken builds in the future you do something with charge with light old armor you keep those two armor pieces it it feeds you shotgun ammo and then there's some crazy shotgun thing you can do with the new ones there could be some crazy combinations i'm not gonna hold my breath though i really do think Bunchy thought this one through and landed on a pretty good system that's going to push you forward a lot of the time. I think all raid armor should have a passive effect rather than a specific mod for the raid. I could get behind that bless. Only issue there would be um, without a hard mode, I don't think people would really care. I liked being able to do the relay, um, the relay defender bake in Garden. I liked being able to do that. And then I liked being able to like turn it off and continue to use that armor if it was intrinsic to the armor I guess that would have been cool because then I wouldn't have had to switch my mods around but I also think at a, at a very general sense if you're going to have intrinsic perks like that so running a full set of raid armor suddenly has a lot of meaning and purpose you really need to give me a hard version of the raid then so I'm not disagreeing with you I would think passive effect or set bonuses on raid armor it doesn't necessitate, but it's really close to necessitating a hard version of the raid. Because when I was gearing up in a raid and getting all the armor pieces and really being like, oh, I've got them all, I've got all the bonuses, I've got everything, you know, like in Vogue, right? You got Oracle Disruption and stuff. You kind of knew you were gearing up for the harder version. Unwit said, um, or UK and Wits. I'm not sure how to say your name. I, I always mess this one up. You think giving drops for specific things, leg, arm, chest, armor, and specific activities each week would be good for people to try different activities each week to get what they want. You got to be careful here because you're creating something that sounds an awful lot like if you want to level, you got to go into all these other activities. The milestone system caused a lot of frustration for that reason because it was like, if you want to level, you have to go and run this. So it's like, if you want boots, you got to run Gambit. I don't want to freaking run Gambit. So I'm going to go run Gambit and get... All it would take is a couple of bad drops in a row to really set me off. I'd be like, are you kidding me? I don't like Gambit. I don't want to run Gambit. I don't want to be passively, you know, coerced into running Gambit. But it's the only place to get a good boot drop rate. You know, I, I don't think that's the right solution. This is not necessarily a bad idea, but I feel like they've tried this idea. The execution, the experience of the player largely did not like this idea that I had to go into content. I had to go into content. Oh, it's already gone. I had to go into content that I wasn't interested in. I, I, it, that's the dilemma here. Bungie's tried this before. Well, if you want to, if you want to really maximize leveling, you got to play multiple different types of, you know, uh, versions of the or sides of the game, you know, multiple different game modes or whatever. I just I I don't I don't like that. I really don't. Alexander, me, would you like to see catalysts on exotic armor? We already had that question. Dark skills. Do you think that they should do a soft incentive for using seasonal mods with the armor they came with? Maybe it would be similar to dawn mods with the bonus effect when you equip a matching element mod. I don't think they need to do this because I think, again, you're going to feel that sort of 
I need to get ready for the summer season, so I'm going to get the season of the worthy armor. And the benefit of getting ready for the worthy season by getting a bunch of dawn armor is you hit the ground running in season of the worthy. Any mods, any new mods you unlock. Like, as I was unlocking the charge with light mods from the obelisks, I couldn't really celebrate it. I was like, yay, cool. I can't use any of them. Like, and I'm not going to immediately get any armor drop I get from season of the dawn and just immediately level it up to level 10 or 8 or nine or whatever because they were kind of costly so i didn't even get to celebrate i was like neat and i think that's one of the things that shortchanged that early grind for people is a lot of us hit the obelisks hot and heavy got them maxed out and instead of experimenting with different armor and different builds we just immediately went to the gun farm so if season of the worthy can land and they do something similar where it's not necessarily an obelisk but there's some early season mechanism to get all those mods unlocked and I get two or three weeks into the season of the worthy and I'm like you know what I have a bunch of these mods now and my my armor is ready to go it's it's armor from season of dawn and it can use all these mods and experiment And if you're like, oh, but you could get a benefit and a bonus from running those mods on the new armor, you're doing the same thing, though. You're really making me say, if I really truly want to experiment with this new armor and these new seasonal mod slots, I really am going to need to get all new armor right now, which I think makes it really painful for the experimentation aspect. The experimentation aspect can start right away. If I'm like, boom, Season of the Worthy seasonal mods are dropping, I can throw them in my Dawn armor, and then near the end of Season of the Worthy, that's going to trigger your brain to say, ah, I got to get ready for the summer season. The coercion of uh, players into painful activities has been present for years. Mountaintop, Revoker, Recluse, ETC, all related to minority activity, uh, but are PvP and PvE meta. Yeah, but that's a false equivalency, Mr. Clean. Making me go get boots, generic boots, in a particular activity, or making me go into other activities to efficiently level, that's a generic RPG experience, right? Leveling, I think was ultimately rejected by the community, and Bungie changed. So, to a certain extent, if you're, I think you're engaging with particular pieces of loot, mountaintop, revoker, recluse, fate bringer. Yes, those have traditionally been in certain aspects of the game. That's true. However, I think in this case, with respect to like leveling or oh, I need a pair of boots. I think I can say that I'm right because Bungie over the, the last year completely got rid of the idea that they're gonna they're gonna softly coerce you into other game modes and then when they did it with nightfalls look at what's happening the only way to get currency to level up your armor for armor 2.0 and all the customization is to go run nightfalls and the crucible players are kind of like what come on give us a currency earn rate over here in general chasing a particular piece of loot isn't the same as leveling or trying to invest in currency and things of that you know that regard i i don't think it's the same i don't think that's that those are equivalent if i'm wanting to chase season of the worthy armor give me a lane to do that i don't want to have to go run gambit for a pair of boots does that make sense now if gambit was an option for something like a particular armor piece or whatever and i could get boots elsewhere then that's fine Lona wants to determine what he plays, not Bungie. If he doesn't want to work for meta weapons, then he's not going to, and that's his choice. Strong independent gamer. Not only that, Remorse, there's a big difference between saying, I'm not interested in going for the Python, and saying, in order to actually round out my build, I have to go run Gambit. 
I don't have to go run Gambit for the Python, but if you make me go run Gambit for a pair of boots, that's different. Do you see the difference? One is for a particular piece, something else is more generic, and I don't think generic grinds or generic value points like leveling should be set up in a way where you're going into game modes that you don't enjoy. Because ultimately what would happen is, players like myself would go run five games of Crucible, I'd get a gun instead of the boots that I needed because I was trying to level, milestone leveling was very frustrating. Well, I just threw five Crucible games in the toilet. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of play session. My entire play session could be comprised of five Crucible games if I've only got a couple hours on a Friday night. So I sit down on a Friday night. All that I can do to level is Crucible. That's the only thing I have left. I go run Crucible. I don't get the drop that I needed. The only reason I went in there is for that particular thing. Didn't get the thing that I needed. You just wasted my time. Same thing would potentially happen if you're like, the only way you can get a good boot drop rate is Gambit. Go run Gambit. I go run Gambit for three hours. Don't get the drop that I wanted. I feel like my time has literally been wasted. At the very least, if I'm going into encounters that I enjoy or environments that I enjoy, if I don't get what I needed, I don't feel like my time was wasted because I at least got to enjoy the content. That, I think, is one of the dilemmas with how they've... with how they originally set up the milestone... the milestone leveling. Isn't that farming, essentially? No, 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 no. Milestone leveling and telling me that I have to go run Gambit if there's five pieces of armor that you're trying to get, right? The seasonal armor, okay? And they put the boots in Gambit and they put the helmet in Crucible and they put this, 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 and they break it all up. That again smacks of that if you really want to level, you got to run all the, all the, all the, all the, the whole game. And I think, and the nicest way I can say it, I think that that's stupid. I think it's really dumb to look at your player base and say, we understand you have affinities and you like Crucible or you like Gamut or you like PvE in greater or lesser degrees, but in order for you to level, in order for you to have like a holistic leveling experience, you gotta play all of it. That, I just, I don't know how anybody can look at that and not see that as stupid. Having an armor set for Crucible, having an armor set for Gamut, having an armor set for PvE, to me makes the most sense. Here's all the new guns. Here's all the new armor. We've replenished these other things, and you can run them if you want. Instead of being like, no, 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 you're, you're never going to get boots if you don't run Gambit. Well, yeah, you've 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 kind of tapped out this week. You want to keep leveling? No, sorry, you can't keep leveling. You're done unless you go run Crucible. And again. I think to a certain extent I've been proven right in this sentimentality because Bungie removed all of that from leveling and the player base numbers on the PvE side especially seem to have responded in the positive. The player base did not seem to respond well to RNG milestone based leveling last year. It did not seem to get high praise. It seemed to drive people away. Um, Slew. You have said that re-rolling weapon perks undercuts loot crime too much. What do you think upgrading a vendor like the gunsmith to change out magazine barrel perks would do versus perk re-rolls? You gotta be really careful with this. I don't mind re-rolling the masterwork, and I probably don't mind being able to change like the sights on a gun or the barrel, but at the very least, you still have to maintain the idea of chasing a god roll. What perk combination do you want? Did you get it? Yes. Okay, now you can invest currency into saying, well, I want a range masterwork, or I'd really like a different sight. I think this sight's ugly, uh, or this barrel will give me just a little bit more range. I think barrel sights and masterwork are different, are, are marginal enough that giving the ability to change those things would not be a very big deal. 
in my estimation, they're so minute in what they actually do to the way the gun feels. It's not like saying, please give me Outlaw, please give me Swash, and you can pick those things. Those things are far more influential. Some weapons, the barrel's huge. I don't know about that. Maybe barrel's too much, but again, what I'm saying in general, the general normative experience, you're not going to suddenly be build, cr- building or crafting a god roll because you can change the barrel or the sights or the, uh, or the, or the masterwork. They're not minute. If you have to run to specific examples of guns where the barrel's huge, it is minute. You're proving my point. If you have to run to like a handful of weapons where the barrel is so huge and super influential, um, by and large, that still isn't crafting. And that would probably be only a handful of archetypes and weapon types where one barrel versus another is hugely influential over the how the gun feels. There's only a couple of weapon types that would probably feel like that. I would think, what, snipers and shotguns? Even then, I think perks you know perks have most most of the time perks have a bigger bigger uh influence and again the question's not about that the question is you do you think you know re-rolling weapon perks undercuts grind i don't want people to be able to undercut that grind of going for good weapon perks getting a god roll gun and then being able to go change something like barrel or the masterwork or the or the site i don't think is that big of a deal mccheshire Hey, Lonar, are we heading deeper into seasonal-style content? Uh, as we are, I mean, do you think that powerful engrams need to provide an alternative incentive to pursue? All the current powerful drops necessarily do is attempt... Yeah, th- this is... We've gotten this question in a couple other Q&As, I think. When... Something that did really, really good in Shadowkeep is you hit level 900 and the whole game changed, right? You, you hit 900 and you're like, dope, there's all these new things to do. And maybe they could have done something when you hit 950. Hey, you're 950. You don't need milestones anymore. Um, everything will just start dropping at 950. And all the milestones are now different. Right? All the challenges are now different. I do agree with not having to play everything to get stronger. But isn't that what they were doing with Pinnacles? Only tried to certain activities? No, I already addressed that. Having a particular item in a particular spot in the game, that's Destiny. Fatebringer, Recluse, uh, uh, traditionally the Thorn, uh, Mountaintop. These are all items that you grind for in a particular place, and that's fine. That is not even remotely the same. That is not even remotely the same as the the idea that if you want to level or you want to get like a full armor set, we put the boots over here in Gambit. Like that is dramatically different. Remorse ninety one, with Garden of Salvation as our only current relevant raid. Do you think this change to how seasonal mods work on armor is only going to further make the raids loot inconsequential? Do we absolutely need a new raid this coming season to make Endgame feel like it has relevant loot? No, th- this this argumentation is not connected. This it does not follow that if Garden of Salvation is made less relevant, we suddenly need a raid. Like I don't I don't find that I don't find those two connected logically. I think annual raid grind makes more sense. I think we get better raids. I think you can get more out of a raid if you drop a raid in September and then all subsequent seasons after have a raid NPC that um, that gets updated with stuff with a reason to go in and, and go for it. Etheric Spiral. Yeah, I've already drained myself of Etheric Spiral. What I was really, really hoping Spider was going to do... Um, I was really hoping he was going to do Barry and Bow. Ravenous Poro says 
Are they going to allow exotic armor to use any of the season mods? If not, should they? I don't know if they've actually spoken to this or not. Criminal Bull. Your opinion on the current legendary weapon infusion system. Should Bungie change it uh, so that we can't infuse our weapons after a year? Uh, I, I like the idea. Um, I like the idea of them saying, hey, um, we're going to have you self-prune your, your gear. We're going to have you self-pruning your gear, and if you're if you're if you're self-pruning your gear, then it's not that big of a deal. Like when you look at the armor 2.0 system, people self-pruned. They were like, all armor prior to Shadow Keep, I'm just going to get rid of. I don't really need it, right? And they just they just ditch it, and it was a self-pruning. They could do something similar with guns. Now, if you start doing the oh you can't infuse after so long, by and large, you're not going to be able to undercut all these weapons that we have that are at 950. Um, yeah, it's glimmer for glimmer, so it's not a good grind. Etheric Spiral can get you glimmer, but then, unfortunately, you need glimmer to buy Etheric Spiral. Now, you can buy Barry and Bow with Legendary Shards, so you might want to dump your Legendary... Well, you might want to hold off, because you don't know what's going to happen next. Um, you might want to just hold off. I would wait. Uh, Barry and Bow gets rotated, though. A lot of us are going to be sitting in a pretty good spot, because we have a lot of Barry and Bow. Because um, we don't use it for almost anything. Um... So yeah, right now, like, what are you going to do? If I've got a weapon that's 950 and you're like, you can't infuse it anymore. I'm like, so the frick what? Like what? <laughs> I, you, you're not, they're not raising the power level enough for that to, uh, to matter. So getting people to delete their weapons or at least rotate them out, um, I think would, would make a pretty significant difference. Uh, I deleted my armor 1.0 because there was a glitch and the stats weren't right. If that glitch hadn't existed, I wouldn't have deleted all my armor 1.0. You still would have deleted a significant amount of it because it wouldn't have been able to engage with a lot of the new stuff. And again, and again, if you're going to be incentivizing me to use something like Charge with Light and then whatever they do next season and the next season and the next season, that again is self-pruning. You're going to feel that motivation to move forward. You're going to feel that motivation to... To, to, to grab the new and to say I want to get the new armor and in that new armor is a self prune it's void heavyweight in uh, in sundial again that's nice um, again it's a self pruning and then you don't get angry about it it's like I don't have to do this but if I do it it frees me up to get new stuff and the new stuff feels cool um by the way, if you're new to the stream, we were grinding this morning, we were doing the spider thing, and I was having a conversation. When I get to this segment, I stop playing just so I can focus on the questions. If you enjoy the interactive podcast style of this stream, it's also family-friendly. You can have me on at work, around coworkers, or around the kiddos. Uh, click the follow button and turn on the notifications, that way you don't miss out. And the hoodies are uh, a pretty tight race right now. If you bought any of the hoodies, we have Tron-inspired hoodies. If you want to check out the Say No to Rage merch on Teespring, you can use the hoodies command. If you're listening elsewhere, just go to Teespring and search Say No to Rage. You'll find my merch. The hoodies are pretty hot, and the red is still winning by about five. M. Uh, Padilla. Do you think Bungie needs to do a better job at sorting the vault? I feel like they give out so many guns and armor pieces that my vault's a big mess. Uh, your vault's your vault. I don't think they need to really focus on that right now. It's not a priority. It's not a, it's not a high priority. Uh, unwits. I think if Bungie it made it to where all your exotics and a type of champion mod on it, however, would you want to regrind for those exotics? I would not want to regrind for those exotics. Heck no. It should just be intrinsic or allow me to put a mod on it. The anti-barrier or whatever. 
Obey Supreme. Can Bungie give the ghost uh, BIS armor suggestion like WoW raid bot? What? I don't even know what the frick you're saying. That sentence makes no sense to me. JD Gamer. Hey, Lona, with a new season upon us, do you think that we could see a vendor reset and do you think the Trials loot pool would reset every season when released? I have no idea. No idea if... Um, if they're going to do trials every single season and it doesn't seem like they've said anything about what they want to do with Shaxx and Zavala so they might not have everything they, they might not have anything planned for them uh, oh it means best in slot alright let me reread the question then Obey Supreme says can Bungie give the ghost best in slot armor suggestions like wow raid bot um, again I don't know what that is um, hatreds rise what do you think about set bonuses like if you have three arc pieces you get a negative 25% to all incoming arc damage well you gotta be careful here cause the arc, the affinities aren't built for that the solar the solar void and the arc affinities have nothing to do with their actual elemental they don't have anything to do with your subclass they don't have anything to do with any of that they just decided that like arc was swords and machine guns and solar was you know rocket launchers and void was grenade launchers and in they they didn't there's there's nothing as far as i can see there's no semblance of sense with respect to being like well solar void and arc are are, are targeting these particular weapons for these particular reasons so i don't think you could do this oh if you wear three arc pieces you get a negative 25% to all incoming arc damage I, I, I don't see why they would need to do that. It doesn't, that wouldn't, that would almost to a certain degree maybe even be confusing. Um, I think if you're rocking Arc Void Solar, there should be some kind of bonus. Maybe not 25% damage reduction, but something. I, here's why I don't think this is needed. If you're going to run a sword build, okay, you're probably going to put on, let's just say a rocket build. If you're going to do a rocket build, you're going to have a solar here. You're going to have a solar on your boots and probably a solar down here if you're going to try and run something like blast off to get increased, you know, um, super energy from rocket. So you're already doing it. The way the, do you see what I'm saying? Affinity has nothing to do with that. It already is going to naturally lean itself toward if I'm doing a particular build and I want mods to complement that build, I'm probably going to wear two to three solar pieces. Why? Because the system they built kind of dictates it. To stack on top of that and be like, oh, also, also, you also get this bonus because you're wearing three solar pieces. That might be too much. And again, they did something similar with the um, with the charge with light stuff. They were like, okay, so shotgun, what was it like? Shotgun and sword, I believe, is arc. And then the, and the charge with light arc ones lined up with that. There were different benefits and different things on those that lined up with those weapon types. So the seasonal mods aren't necessarily lining up with, oh, if you run two or three, you get an elemental benefit. It's, oh, if you run these, these are lining up with a solar build with rockets or an arc build with swords. Um, and so I don't think they want to start adding to that. That would feel somewhat confusing. I think people already get confused about affinity. They think affinity has to deal with your subclass uh, and it doesn't. And since it doesn't have to do with your subclass, I would actually argue that the the way they've set it up, if they add anything that is elemental or an elemental benefit or something, it might start to muddy the waters and confuse people. Uh, Balatorn. Lona, what do you think Bungie not allowing us to mount in some places where most people just blow through. Maybe add more content while running to your destination. I don't really understand the the, the meat of this question, dude. Um, 
What do you think about Bungie not allowing us to mount in some places where most people just blow through? I don't really understand what you're saying. Um, what does a mount have to do? What do you mean a mount? Oh, like riding your sparrow. Man, come on, guys. Use the terminology within the game. We're not playing WoW. Uh, so in places where you can get out your sparrow. Right. Um, most strikes you can't get out your sparrow and blaze through. Now, you are getting at, the, you, you are getting at a, qu- a question that is... Um, I'm sorry I played WoW for 11 years. It's okay. You're just confusing me. I was like, what are you talking about? I thought you were talking about mantling. Because they added mantling in D2, like grabbing the edge of something. That was not in D1. Alright, anyway. This gets at the heart of a problem where there's a lot of content where you don't have to do anything. You can run past the enemies. You don't even need your sparrow to do this, by the way. If you have a red, I'm sorry, if you have a white arrow on your radar, that means you can just run past the enemies. It means you do not have to kill any of the enemies if there's a white arrow on radar. Uh, Slayer Rage, myself, and others have commonly drawn attention to this. There's no motivation or reason to kill enemies. There just isn't. Unless there's a score or something... Like, oh, kill the enemies for a score. That was that, That's present in a nightfall. But if you're running a strike, if you're running an adventure, if you're running any kind of a mission, they literally set it up to where you can just, like, run past the enemies. So, I don't think it's because, like, sometimes you can get out your sparrow. Because in certain areas, getting out your sparrow makes sense. Like, there's at least, at least two, maybe more mi- strikes where getting out your sparrow is, like, part of the mission. So, I would say that if they, if, if it isn't the, ba- it isn't the, the sparrow, it isn't the as you said, the mounting of the sparrow. That's the issue. It's, we don't have to kill the enemies. Um, you can just hold forward and ignore everything. Um, so, but here's the dilemma, okay? People complain about both. Because if Bungie says, okay, you guys are skipping all the enemies, we're going to put a door up, and you got to scan with your ghost and kill everything before the door comes down. People are like, well, now you're just, now you're just doing like string of pearls you're just doing like a string of pearls horde mode where every strike is just one horde mode to the next horde mode to the next horde mode um and these are and these are things that i think people tend to complain about and so it doesn't feel like a mission it feels like oh i have to keep stopping and killing everything so i would say it's okay to let people it's okay to let people skip if they want but do something to motivate the opposite I, I use the same argumentation with the weapons, right? Don't tell me that I have to use Scout, Bow, and Pulse all season long for champion mods. Let me use them on any primary, but then week to week motivate me to use something different. Like this week, this is stronger in this activity, blah, 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 and on down the line. You could do the exact same thing here. You don't have to kill every single ad. You don't. You just skip them. Just run right past them. But if you do kill them all, or you do get some score or something add a layer of incentive that's like oh this is dope i i get um i get the ability i get this extra drop i get this extra this i get this extra that and other people can be like eh, i don't really care about that i would rather motivate people to kill lots of enemies rather than force it every single time now i'm not saying turn every strike into a just hold forward guardian until you get to the boss fight and then kill the boss i definitely think a lot of the strikes do a pretty good job of stopping us and making us do something Two two extremes aren't helpful here. One extreme is we never have to kill anything. The other extreme is we're constantly having to stop and kill every single ad, every nook and cranny needs checked. I think both of these extremes are unhelpful. Something in the middle where there are areas where you can skip, there are areas where you have to stop, but then 
they're motivating you to be exhaustive and kill everything if you in fact want to but you don't have to I hate being in the middle of a strike and then I get pulled to the boss because one person just blew through everything right I do think there is an element of I'm working on a bounty dude I'm killing these enemies I'm getting these headshots and you have like flown ahead and sword skated like a madman and all of a sudden I'm getting pulled forward I, I get I get that I get that uh, JRJR or I'm sorry JRJ why do we need to prepare for next season by using Dawn Armor for next season's mods when we can just pop our level 1 pass package to acquire the new armor for the new mod slot because your armor can already be leveled up JR so like right now as an example okay how many pieces do I have one there's one uh, so I have one are all these really undying I've got some work to do I have some freaking work to do yeah these are all undying so I'm in I'm in kind of a bad spot and here's why let's pretend that that's not the case okay let's pretend that these are all um, season of dawn armor pieces well I can level them up and get ready and and I can be more choosy like I re- let's say I really like this helmet it's got 23 recovery with no mods that's great so I got the stats that I want and then and then I can level it up because you need them to be leveled up if you're going to slap mods in them because the energy you have to have the energy right yeah, I got the message, Parasito. I'll, I'll take care of it after a Q&A. So, like, if if they're already leveled up, you're ready to go. Now, you're not wrong, JR. You could be like, oh, forget that. I'm going to pop open the box. I'm going to put all the armor on, and then I'm going to level all that armor up. True, but you have no idea what the stat rolls are going to look like. You might have to invest in the affinity swapping as well, because they might not be the affinity build that you like. Getting yourself ready for next season is something that is, I will admit, largely something that a hardcore player would think about. I want to get all three affinities, all my armor pieces, and get them leveled up. So after Season of the Worthy comes to an end, I'm ready for the summer season, the new mods in the summer season. So bad stats on the armor, the free armor, would likely be one of the reasons that you wouldn't want to do this. Next question, JD Gamer. Hey, Lono, should Bungie do what they did with Trials, but do it with Gambit and take all of it out and spend the next year working on it to improve it? I wonder if that's their plan because they did say that eventually they're going to go down to one game mode and they said that as it exists right now Deej said in an interview it will um, it'll continue with the two you know the two game modes or whatever and then they could get to a point where like no we're going to take it out of the game and work on it I mean I don't know if they really need to take it out of the game to do that though they I feel like they had to do that with Trials because Trials was just so different they could leave Gambit in probably while they work on it don't forget your season pass armor. You will have good stats for next season unless you deleted it. Well, maybe I'll have good stats. I've actually um, I've actually replaced a lot of it. Like, for example, this helmet. This helmet that I have right here is void. And I, I actually replaced my armor from the season pass with this because I really, really like the stat roll. Low mobility, low, resil- re- low resilience, good recovery, actually great recovery, and good discipline. That's uh, So I actually got rid of the... Um, I got rid of the seasonal helmet. I don't. I don't think the seasonal helmet was was anything to write home about. If I'm remembering correctly, I might be able to see it still in here. Can I? Can I see the roll they gave me? Yeah, ten mobility, sixteen resilience. Ugh, only six recovery. Ugh, like I didn't like that helmet at all. So the helmet I just got. Sure, it's not a sixty-four. It's a fifty-four. It's ten less points, and I love the stat distribution way more. So. 
again, that kind of agency, that kind of choice leading into the next season is, I think, going to feel really, really good. I have armor worthy of investment, armor worthy of taking the energy up, and then when next season lands, as I'm getting those new mods, I'm equipped to try them out. Pharaoh says, What about a seasonal mod slot on weapons with the mods coming from the artifact, maybe? This could be incentive for more gun chase. This is something that I said during um, Shadow Key. I said that imagine if you could have been getting something like the subjunctive or uh, we'll just take the ancient gospel if this could have run targeting adjuster and anti-barrier or the or the subjunctive was the SMG from Vex Offensive it, if it could have run anti-barrier and minor spec or major spec you might have made the subjunctive suddenly competing with the recluse and, and you'd feel that soft push to be like, well, do I really want to run my Blast Furnace? It can only run, run one mod. But the new Pulse could run Anti-Barrier and Unstoppable in addition to Minor Spec or Targeting Adjuster or Counterbalance. So this was something I said, in a, you probably weren't here for it. I think I said this during Shadow Keep. Having all the new weapons running a seasonal mod slot and a traditional mod slot would be a very soft push for you to chase and use the new weapons and feel like, well, the old weapons aren't necessarily bad, but if I want to run anti-barrier or any of this, any of the champion mods, I I can only run that. I can't run both. It'd be a small, small motivation, not a huge one. Um, it'd be it'd be marginal in its in its in its help. North J. Would it be worth it to grind a set of armor that has different inf- uh, infinite? I think you meant to put affinity. Different affinity, or would it be easier to just change the element in the new update? Well, here's the thing. If let's let's say you get three pairs of boots and they all have great stat leans and they're all arc, no, it doesn't matter. As soon as next season hits, you can change two of them to the to the affinity. So now you have three boots, three good stat leans, and they're all different affinities. So right now, as you're preparing for Season of the Worthy, anytime a piece of armor drops with good stats, you should just keep it and not do anything with it. That's how you should be preparing for Season of the Worthy. If you get like three pairs of boots and they all have stat leans that you like, you can't be like, oh, but they're all solar. Oh, they're all arc. That doesn't matter. That's in two weeks. That's not going to matter. You're going to be able to change the two. So you have all three. Especially, this is really, really good advice. I, I, I'm kind of bummed I didn't put this advice in the video itself. Over the next couple of weeks, while you're doing the Empyrean Restoration, all you should be looking at is stat lean. That's it. What stat leans land on your type of builds that you like to do? Anytime you get a good stat lean, just keep it. And then you have three helmets, three gauntlets, three chest piece, three boots, and you're not really concerned with the affinity. You're only concerned with the stat lean. Three weeks. I'm sorry, I probably shortchanged it. Um, one week, two week. Well, a week to the 25th, and then a week to March 3rd. That's two weeks. Isn't March 3rd the end of the Empyrean Foundation? Oh no, that's the last week. I'm sorry, you're right. It's three weeks. I was thinking that March 3rd was the last week. And I, I miscalculated. So March 3rd, going into March 3rd would be the third week and final week of the season. So over the next three weeks, as you're doing Empyrean Restoration, that's what you should be looking for. It's just really, really good stat lean. So that, you, if because you're not, you shouldn't invest in anything right now. You should just be getting good stat leans and then saying, I'll change the affinity as soon as the season rolls over. So 
you know, play the game, please. No, I'm good, dude. Thanks for stopping by, though. Supporting the channel as I do something you don't like. So weird that I don't take orders from randos in chat. Uh, anyway, that is the end of Q&A. That was a really good Q&A session. We're probably going to run some Sundial here in a minute. If you're new to the stream uh, you enjoy the back and forth, it's almost like a podcast, be sure to click follow and turn on notifications. Uh, we're going to transition to some other activities in Destiny. For those of you listening elsewhere, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe.